Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're here. We're back. We missed you guys. Yeah, what? It's been a long time. A month, I think. It's yeah, been a long time. it's been a month. So, so not a whole lot's happened. <laughs> what are we going to do today, though, really? Well, you know, yeah. this is probably our last show of the year. It is. It will be. So let's just talk about 2022. Okay. And a year, a year in review, if you yeah. will. Yeah. And we have um, some good questions later in the show. Fantastic questions. Yeah. A, year in the, a year in review with Here's Our Take. Here's oh. our take on 2022. Boom. Boom. Right there. That's there it is. Okay. So um, what what's on your radar for... T- let's do a little TV talk. Okay. You know, what... Yeah. You know what's going on. Uh, so upcoming next year, I guess it mostly it will be. Yeah. Um, well, of course, there's lots of good Star Wars and Disney Plus shows coming out. So mm-hmm. I'll start with that. Okay. Um, Bad Batch season two. Okay. Starts on January. I want to say seventeenth, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong with that. And I think it's a two. It's sixteen episodes. I did see. All right. And it's a two for one. So we're getting two episodes in the first release. Oh, I love um, that. Yeah. The line and sinker. Yep. yep. And yep. then um, also the Ahsoka show is coming out in February. Aww. And we've already got all these castings coming in and everything. And yeah, it's been, I can't wait for that and kind of what the plot will be and, and stuff like that. And then also something that came out yesterday um, is a limited series from The Witcher. It's called Blood, Blood and Origin. Origin. Yeah. Yes. And I think this is a story about the original Witcher. Like okay. how they they got started, yeah, and stuff like that. So it takes place so way gonna, before. We'll, we'll get Henry into Cavill. that. We'll review yeah, and it's it not animated, show. so you'll love right. it. Right, I know. And yep, um, I know. Uh, well, so yeah, it'll be interesting. So yeah, those are a few things that I'm looking forward to. And then I've got Emily in Paris was oh, just yes. dropped. Yep, I need to watch that. Um, and you know we're on vacation, y'all, so we're just kind of playing catch up here. Yeah. And I've heard good things, Mitchum, about the recruit. Oh yeah, it's I saw that on Netflix. Netflix thing. Yeah, I'm going like to get into that. In and then of course we both, even though I've never played a game in my life, I'm looking forward to The Last of Us. Oh, The of Last Us. of Us. Yeah, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be amazing. I've seen a lot of clips from that and I think they did the casting perfectly on that. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, that's a little bit of uh, looking forward to in the future. Uh, what did we just wrap up? I All know right, so we've I'm been on vacation up, and yeah, we've seen a lot I've of got stuff. So. One more episode of Shantarum, oh, which yeah. is I've really enjoyed this, but mainly because of Charlie Hoonan. Yeah. I mean, he's amazing in it. But I fell in love with the other characters. I am continuing, and this is big for me that I'm still. I mean, I know after two or three episodes, if I don't like it, I drop it. Yeah. So these shows that I'm mentioning. I like, and by me mentioning them, I'm recommending them. Mythic Quest, Echo 3, Slow Horses Season 2, all these are on Apple TV. That's oh, all yeah. I've been watching mm-hmm. is they are nailing it. Yeah. I just want to say. That's good. And then, of course, His Dark Materials Season 3. Yep. I've got Mitchum and yeah, Haley, Haley and on I were it. on uh, Season 2, it's I think amazing. Episode 3. It's fantastic. Yep, yep. Love it. Um, and then we both... Right oh yeah, on Netflix we just both finished uh, Wednesday. Yes. Um, I, I mean, give a few thoughts about that real fast. I would rather call it the Jenna Ortega show. She was phenomenal. I mean, she, she is amazing. Yes. She, she owned is that the, character. Literally, the only reason why I watched it. Yeah. Uh, I the the male characters were okay. I did not it like was the high two school. boys. It was very teeny bopper. Yes, for sure. She um, wasn't. She was not. No, no. <laughs> but she was phenomenal, and the principal. 
who was um, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Girl. Um, she was fantastic. Was she Loved like her. six foot seven? Oh my gosh, she's yeah. huge. And I think she, she was, was wearing heels. She was amazing. Yeah, and she looked she really good too. She played the principal or what? Or yeah. you just said that yeah. the over the school. And I really like Christina Ritchie. I'm glad that they Tim Burton brought her back. Yeah. I think that was a nice touch. Um, you know, for the story, I... I liked it. It was okay. It wasn't like anything new, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I think it could have been darker, which I think they want to make season two darker. It was kind of dark, it was. though. I was it was. Kinda, it was like Stranger Things dark. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I, I was that. surprised mm-hmm. at some of the gore mm-hmm. in it. But yeah. um, I, you know, Jen Ortega. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's there's all there's, I've got to say. I mean, about it, it. it begins that's and it. ends there with her. I mean, exactly. she is one she, of the. Like you said, she. Owned it. Yes, and that's what everyone is saying. And yeah. I mean, if you haven't watched it, go watch it for her. Watch and it I again. I hope there for is her. a season two. I mean, I there hasn't. I'm shocked because it's one of the highly most highly watched show on Netflix yeah. to date. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's so that's our TV, TV. kind of wrap up. Mm-hmm. What we got going on? What we did have? So um, yeah. let's just here's our take. Okay, here's our take. We got a few good movies. Yeah. We got a few. I'd uh, like to teeny tiny mention. Yeah. I don't want to really review them. I just want to mention to you guys that I did watch Spirited. I mainly, you know, you all know that Mitchum and I's least favorite genre still is, except La La Land, yep. is musicals. Yes. I just, I don't like people having a conversation and they, in the next minute, they're singing a song. And that's exactly what happened in Spirited. Um, you know, seeing uh, Tavia Spencer and Will Ferrell singing and dancing was blood curdling to me. Ryan didn't bother me as much. It was a good story, though. It was a good spin yeah. on Scrooge. Oh, Christmas know? Carol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I just could, I literally just fast forwarded through all the singing and dancing. I did. It's <laughs> like the um, whole movie. I did watch Pinocchio. Mm. Um, I don't really, this is very embarrassing. I know that I have seen Pinocchio in my lifetime. The original from the 40s. Yes, but I can't remember it. So it's going to be hard for me to talk about this version of Pinocchio. All I know is that it's not like a Disney-owned story. Yes. So that's why he could, uh, Guillermo... Del Toro did one, and then Disney Plus put one out with Tom Hanks. But the Guillermo, who is it? Guillermo Del Toro. His version being the stop... Stop motion, yeah. was... You just gotta watch it to appreciate that And I mean, if you know, we talked about Guillermo Del Toro. He does a lot of darker weirder Ugh. stuff yes and it so was he did dark. um you know the shape of water which we're not a big fan of but no. he also did you know pan's labyrinth and he's known for all these like horror-esque well what kind was of strange... that film you just mentioned before we came on with bradley cooper that was his no oh, yeah um nightmare alley yeah that yeah, was his exactly so and we loved the first yeah, hour and of so that, he's known so... for all these like darker yeah. stuff so I, it'd be an interesting take on that and you know, Ewan McGregor was great as the cricket. But I didn't I mean, know he was in it. But. I really did enjoy Pinocchio, Mitchum. I really did. I I would really recommend. I watched. That. I saw something where it showed like the the movie, like half the screen oh, was yes. the movie, and then like the voice acting. Yes. And the I little kid was that. so good. He yes. was doing like a little song and dance he was thing. Amazing. And I saw Ewan McGregor do yes. the caterpillar or amazing. whatever, or the cockroach. And Christoph Waltz. Oh, love he was him. a voice in love it. Love him. Yeah, yeah so fantastic. recommend that. Okay, um, another 
take I'd like to give you guys, and I've been waiting for this to come out. I had it saved in my Apple. It's called The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse. It was, and I suggested it on both my personal and Here's Our Take Instagram because it was absolutely one of the most lovely things I can say that I saw this year. Um, it was beautiful. It's based on a book. Oh, yes. Um, uh, Tom, um, I mean, Idris Elba uh, was a voice in it. And it, ugh, and uh, I'm looking in my notes, sorry. Tom Hollander, which I love him because he was in Pride and Prejudice. Oh, boy. And you can go look him up. He's been everywhere. He was the mole. Idris was a fox. Gabrielle Byrne was the horse. Okay. It, it I mean, look, it just... It was just an unexpected friendship. They travel together in search of this little boy's home. He's lost. Hmm. And it just had things like, it was just a beautiful, it wasn't really, there was nothing Christmas in it. Yeah. But it said things like, they asked him, what do you want to do when you grow up? And the little boy replies, I want to be kind. You know, and it just things like, I am so small. Yes, you are, but you make a huge difference. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's like, uh, listen to your fears more than your dreams or listen to listen to less of your fears. Oh. I'm sorry. And more of your dreams. <laughs> and it just, you know, the bravest thing. What's the bravest thing you've ever said? And Idris, the fox says, help. Asking for help. Hmm. You know, it just has beautiful stuff like that. And our friend Lauren, you know, replied to my story and said, well, you know, it's a book. So I look up the book and the book is just as beautiful as the film was. Oh, that's cool. And I literally just cried myself through it. Not, it wasn't sad. It was, was it long? 34 minutes. Oh, that's awesome. It was beautiful. Yeah. Highly recommend. Great animation, great storytelling. Uh, beautiful. I mean, those are two fantastic combinations. Yes, so. beautiful. Um, okay, so... Okay, so the big one. What did we see in Florida? So we just got back from vacation um, from Florida, and we saw a movie there, of course. We saw Avatar, The Shape of Water. Um, you know, the good... The way. The way of water. water. Sorry, The Shape of Water. Yeah. <laughs> the that's way funny. of water. Um... You know, three hours, 12 minutes, PG-13, um, the continuation from the first Avatar. Um, it, it, it kind of takes place like right after the first one, but then it jumps several years because they have children, obviously. Yeah. And then it, so it shows them having children and their, their children growing up to be about 10, 12 It was very well done. It was well done. It did and all it was that. very short and compact. And then so the it got to the main store. So the took place a when year they had after, like a, but their youngest was five and their sure. oldest was a teenager. Teenager, 14, yeah. 15, yeah. something like that. So yeah, the, the condensed of like what happened in the last 11 years yeah. between the first and the second was very good. Very well done. It kind of caught you up on the second, on what mm-hmm. happened in the first um, you know, this movie was beautiful. I the special effects, of course, are amazing, and you know the way they did all this motion capture. You know, you've been seeing a lot of videos about this and how they had to. You know, for the first movie, they redesigned motion capture to do this film, and then for this movie, they had to do it all underwater and make sure they get all the physics right and all mm-hmm. the animals and everything. And so, like that is just breathtaking, and just this world that James Cameron has created is awesome. Um, the story is, 
similar to the first, I think, and, you know, having the same bad guy was okay, like, cool, sure, like, whatever. Um, I mean, but this movie was different because it was more about family. It was yes. a family movie. And James and the first Cameron one, even said that. Yeah. This I one was definitely interview. a family movie, and the first one was more of like a finding yourself yeah. movie. Well, and this really focused a lot on those kids. Yes, it and was. not minding their parents and getting yes, in a lot of trouble. growing and, up. Like, yeah. it, it was weird because it was almost like Sam Worthington and Zoe Saldana were not the main characters. Yeah. It was really her, their kids. Yeah. Where it was more about them and them fitting in with a different group of people and, like, you know, them having to deal with, you know, this person hunting them yes. and they come in and trying to learn a new culture or stuff like that. So, very beautiful, very well, well done. Did, I highly so recommend it. Would, yeah. I, I would recommend it. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, it you it's, could feel it, the three hours, but it's not, still, well, I wasn't itching to leave. I yeah. was still enjoying myself. Now, our theater wasn't great. No. Unfortunately. No, it AMC, was an AMC theater sorry. in Florida, and it was not there like no our home theater. There were no recliners, and it was no just seat warmers. chilly. Yeah. We've been spoiled at our local uh, Tinseltown Theater. Cinemark. Yeah, Cinemark. Yeah, and it's, they've upgraded to, you know, the seats that roll down, and they have heaters in their seats. So yeah. we're very, so when I walked in, I'm like, damn, I got to sit straight up in a three-hour film, so... <laughs> Well, here's my take on the Avatar, and I'm, you know, it, it was fine. Sure. It was fine. It was extremely similar to the first one, ex- almost too much. Um, it, it, it was fine. I mean, you really have to go see it because it, it, I'm not going to not recommend it. I'm not going to do that because I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the ending at all. Um, it gave me a very Titanic feeling. Um, because that's kind of how it ended was the Titanic and them, you know, racing up to the, anyway. <laughs> and then, you know, I don't like how we're going to have, spoiler, the exact same villain in the third one, which he's already filmed. Uh, yeah. He's already yeah, filmed it. Right. He's editing it. Mm. So we're going to have the same villain, kids. Um, but otherwise, it, it was lovely. I mean, it, that I just... And I guess I'll go see the third one, but damn, James Cameron, don't do four and five. Don't do it. Just stop with three. Stop while you're ahead. And I would put money that there will not be a four and five. I will put money on it. Now, granted, I think it's already globally at seven hundred million or something. I sure. think I read last night. I could be off, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's huge. So Well, I've seen somewhere that this needed to make at oh, least yeah. two billion or something oh, to break yeah. even at least because of yeah. everything they spent on it. So oh, yeah. I think they're still in the red or in the red yeah. right now. Yeah. Which it'll you know, eventually it, it's make just, it. it's so crazy how different I mean, because you when you think about it, this movie came out in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. There is no MCU there was no DC universe. Yeah. There were no superhero movies really. Like Iron Man had just come out, you know, when and the then first one, the first yeah. Iron Man just come out, and then you know Avatar was that was it. Like that was the king yeah. of movies. Yeah. And now eleven years. And there's nothing. There was nothing like it. There was exactly. What, that's what you're exactly. saying. Exactly. That's and, and then see, all now there these is. all these superhero movies came out, mm-hmm. and everyone's moved, and then Dune came out, which Ooh, was massive. Thank you. You know, and you know, Star Wars is making a huge comeback now, yep. which wasn't a thing. So it's just the landscape of Hollywood has changed in the last eleven years. Yeah, and you can't go that long without making a movie. I know that was supposed to be. Now you could do it right, like Top Gun, 
and you yeah. know that's 30 years whatever but like if you're gonna do something like that so i don't know so time will tell and we'll see how it does it probably won't be in the top five so we, highest grossing no. movie, well, but I would yeah. recommend it. We I are recommending it, recommend but it. I would definitely recommend check out your theater first. Make sure you have the reclining seats and a heater. Or just go to Tinseltown. Okay, so Cinemark. Cinemark, yeah. sorry. Because um, I think, you know, ours is called Tinseltown, yeah, but it is Cinemark. but it's Cinemark. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as you all know, What's the other three-hour movie that we saw? I went saw? and saw Babylon. Mitchum said I'm out. And um, I loved it. I loved it. The first two hours. <laughs> okay. It I was, was like, Hang on. Just give me a minute. It was three hours and eight minutes. And I, if you, it is not for everybody. But if you are, you know, into movies like I am and Mitchum, I mean, if you're into movies, you've got to go see this movie. I will see it again, but I'm just going to warn you. I'm telling you, I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm going to warn you, like the last 45 minutes gets very, very dark, very seedy. It shows a side of Hollywood that I know did exist at one time down in the dungeons, literally. Um, so when you see Tobin Maguire popping up, that's when I'll walk out the second time I see it because the first two and a half hours were amazing. And just in a nutshell, it follows four, four people and it, and it goes a 40 year span and it goes from, and you never think about how it affected people going from silent movies and then talkies. Mm-hmm. And that's what it showed is all these successful people and their rise from silent film. And then all of a sudden they had to be on a stage with sound and you couldn't, you only could wear rubber soles. You couldn't sneeze. You couldn't move the microphone. I mean, it was just amazing. You're going, Oh my God, it took that to make talkies. And it was just, it was amazing. I really did love it. You guys, it's not for everybody. And like I said, the last 45 minutes was extremely disturbing and difficult to watch. But that first two and a half hours was amazing. The music was great. Uh, I am so glad I went and saw it. Margot Robbie, you know, amazing. The the Diego guy, I'm sorry, I can't remember. Um, Brad Pitt. Diego Calv, uh, and he, Brad was amazing. Gene Smart from Hacks was mm. amazing. I, I really did. I can honestly say I loved it. Okay. It's just a shame that the disturbing... Uh, it took her three days to come to that conclusion, I no, think. No, I always loved the first two and that's a half true. That is true. That is, yes, that, you did say oof, that. Yeah. That just... Oof. I think it really... And it was jarring. It was jarring, mm. you know. But it just showed how seedy and how much money Hollywood so, had. Okay, so the question I have is, did it need to be three hours? I sat there and thought about that while I was watching it, mm-hmm. which was weird. Yeah. But I just couldn't think. I could maybe think of one or two scenes that could have been cut, but that would have been like two or three minutes. Okay. And honestly, I've read on our Instagram from uh-huh. some reviews of people that are really into movies and the Oscars and yeah. stuff, and they're saying it wasn't long enough. You wow. know, that it could have been just. 
It just wasn't long enough to show this 40-year span. I mean, think about it. They were making movies, and it was so easy. Of course, back then it wasn't, yeah. with no sound, mm-hmm. you know. In that first scene, they were doing a medieval, like, gladiator scene, and they were literally out on a prairie, and men were getting injured. And, like, one guy was killed you know on set you know and it was back in 1922 and it was just amazing to see this but um i i don't know i mean yeah he probably could have caught off maybe 12 minutes sure but at that point it's like oh it's just 12 minutes i'm just gonna leave it in it just goes to show that like you know the time of a movie doesn't necessarily dictate how good it's going to be you're right you know because we've already discovered yeah and then it was you know because the first thing i come up with is nightmare alley right and we didn't like that movie and it was three hours long that's one of our things that we didn't like about it but i i can't see in that movie specifically where they he could have cut it down i just didn't Mm -hmm. like how long it took to get to the conclusion just killed us yeah it, it took forever to get to the last 45 minutes, yeah. which were awesome. Yes. But this one, it seemed like the first two hours was fantastic. Yes. And then you got to that conclusion, and the last 45 yeah. minutes was but just see, like... see, you know I don't do disturbing. Yo, so I know, yeah, I know, So anyone who does, you know, I'm like I think of my buddies at um, the cult podcast. Yeah. You know, and like Gabe, and he's very dark, and Steven, and they're, they're going to love it. Sure. They're going to love it. But yeah. see, I just don't do disturbing, and it just caught me off guard. Toby Maguire was amazing, though. Hmm. Oh, it was so weird. Well, it also him. goes to show that great performances can also make great, you know, the time, time limits are not set by great performances. Yes. Like you're saying, like, because you're Brad, Margot, Toby Maguire, those Ugh. are three of the four main, and then the Diego guy, yes. that's all four Amazing. of the main characters yeah. had great performances. And you can just get lost in a great performance. Yeah. And I don't think Nightmare Alley had that. And I hate to keep going back to that movie, but it's it's really kind of our, you know, template that we right. compare well, long movies to. that's what made us realize. That's what we made too. us realize yeah. that, hey, this is a three-hour movie. I don't know. So yeah. I, I'm still on the fence about it from what Alley has told me. I don't think... I can't see you going to see it. I don't know if I get my wife to go see it. Oh, really? I mean, I think she wants to see it more than I do, but after you talk to her, I don't think she wants to see the last half. Well, look, here's our take. You know, last movies of 2022, Way of Water, go see it. Yes, definitely. Babylon, I would recommend it, but it really isn't for everybody. All right, guys, this is the last pop for popcorn for the year. Um, we've had a lot of people ask us what our favorite movies of 2022 are yep. and TV shows. So, so we'll, we'll end, get to that. Yeah. We'll end with that. Good. You know, this will be our year in review. We do have one question from a listener, Casey. Oh, I love and it. And she wants to know, you know, this being the end of 2022 and talking about all the celebrities we lost. She wants to know what celebrity death affected us the most, like throughout yeah. our lifetime and everything. So you go ahead and start us off. Heath Ledger. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the first one that comes to anyone's mind. Not necessarily. But that's fair. It, that profoundly affected me. Sure. And I think I was still a little too young to kind of fully understand yeah. what... But now, I, it affects me more now than it did when it first happened. Right. The fact that we can't, we don't see him anymore yeah. in movies. And I go back and watch movies with him in it, and he's not alive. Yeah. You know, how good he was. And, I mean, that Dark Knight movie was just 
Well, the, and the, epi- night, the epitome, and the Knight's Tale. That was that's, probably and your one of first, our favorite movies. Yeah. Oh, growing up, I watched the it on repeat. Tale. I love yeah. that movie. But the Joker was, and that's kind of what was the end of him. Yeah, but mm, I will never. I mean, he. I, I just remember the exact moment where I was, what I was doing, when I heard the news and just fell to my knees, and cried. With Heath Ledger. I don't know why, but I just, it was shocking. Yeah, it was And I so remember sudden. later on going to New York City mm. and seeing that apartment that it happened in, oh, in Soho. I and do it was remember crazy. that. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was so, really surreal. Well, what's yours? So, how you just described, like mm-hmm. remembering where you were, what you right. were doing. Um, I remember when Michael Jackson died, and that being oh, a huge God. deal. We were in Fort Worth visiting yes. cousins or something. Someone else died too around the same time. Yeah, but I, that was so. That was, was like the first. Yeah. I was like, oh man, that's Michael Jackson. I really it was know. Kind of unbelievable. It was. It was. Um, but I think the one that affected me the most recently would have to be Chadwick Boseman. Oh God! I mean, just because yes. that came out of oh. nowhere. And I mean, he, uh, you didn't know that he had stage four yeah. cancer. He probably, when he was doing all the end of the, his last films. Yeah. And then that what if episode with him yes. was fantastic. And yeah. so that was just so sad. And I well, loved and his Mitchum, you know, our, presence. Our favorite movie series, the Star Trek. Yes. And Anton. The kid, mm-hmm. Anton. Yeah. You know, it was literally like rolling down his driveway and yeah, he got pinned in his, something by his mailbox and car. It was and just weird. a freak accident. Yeah. That was shocking, it too. Was. I remember both of us. And then they had a movie us. without him and it was really yes, sad. Yes, it was so hard. Yeah. Well, anyway, that, that's a fantastic, it was It rough, was a great question, yeah. Tough question, mm-hmm. but yeah, good question. Thank you, Casey. Okay, now Okay, what? so here's, uh, here's our take of 2022. Oh, yeah, I like that. So... Uh, just real quick, we'll kind of roll through some movies that really stood out to us, I think, in 2022. Yeah. Um, so you go ahead and go first. Well, I have I, a list here of the top 10 grossing movies. Okay. Domestically we'll of 2022. We'll see how many of mine make it. Yeah, so we'll start with you, well, and then we can go to that and just kind of go back and forth. I think all of you all know that my favorite film, I'm going to start with this, uh, is Top Gun Maverick. Uh, how could it, it not be? I saw it five or six yeah, times. Yeah, how could it not be? It was just pure entertainment yep. that's all i'm gonna say yep. okay so my honorable mentions and i'm kind of going through my movie book where i take notes and i have all the movies once i see them i journal it um the batman yes you know yep. christian mm-hmm. bale will always be my batman you're right but this i liked it yeah it was good well, it was different robert did good it was different, it was different. and i, liked I the think take. it really uh, it was a homage to like what batman is supposed to be a, yeah. a detective dark dark yeah, detective too. mysterious um, it was good i'm gonna mention these aren't you know no order the northman and nope i was so mm-hmm. proud of myself first of all northman my first robert eggers film and then nope was my first well no i did see get out but i loved both the northman and nope i'm so proud of myself because they were out of my box yeah out of my element mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. i was proud of myself for seeing those um yeah the Northman was so good one uh. and it's on apple tv uh cha-cha real smooth i don't know. Oh, I remember what, you talking about but that. I yeah. loved that film. Elvis. Oh, fantastic. Freaking Love. amazing. Kind of blew me away because yep. I'm not an Elvis fan. Well, that but Austin Butler that kid. That Austin is kid. Amazing. Absolutely a total blast. 
bullet train. Oh, yeah. It was mm-hmm. a blast. Yes. Loved yes. it. Yes. Um, you know, Werewolf by Night. Fantastic. That was yep. so freaking It was good. one of the better things that Disney Plus put out this year, I think. Yes. Definitely yes. really kind of caught everybody off guard yes. and stuff. And I think that that's good. Um, probably, I I'm really haven't thought about this, to be honest, but I think my top second film, maybe, is The Fablemans. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, and that then, was such a beautiful film. Oh, and I loved it. Was it. Just, yeah. And to, uh, to bring out those type of emotions in me. Yeah. Just, uh, um, and Glass Onion, Knives Out. I, oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. My Daniel Craig to move from James Bond to a homosexual <laughs> Southern, you know, P.I. P.I. Yeah. was just, it was amazing. So those are my, that's, you know, Top Gun is a very, very way up there. Yeah, All by the other far. ones are yeah. honorable mentions. But well, then I'll throw, I'll throw out, um, you know, Doctor Strange. Yes. And Multiverse of Madness yep. that came out. Um, there's well, Wakanda. Oh yeah, Black Panther. We duh, loved that. Duh, yes. Black Panther was amazing. Um, I'll throw out Avatar and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I'll just go back to the Northman because that movie was so the story behind that and Anya Taylor Joy was awesome. Well, and and uh, Stellan Skarsgård was I mean, awesome too. Well, when Stellan, oh, it's Alexander. the son. Yeah. yeah. Man, but that oof, that ending, oof, that ending scene was that was very it's disturbing. Intense, but it was it was very <laughs> but, it was so good, so well told. Yeah, I'm and, just proud you know, I saw that film. Yeah, yeah. Can we just say that? Yeah. So, okay, so this is here's a list of the top ten domestic grossing movies of 2022, and we can just kind of run through these yeah, and see. Real quick. Some of these are still in theaters, but so start from the bottom and work our way to the top. All right. So number ten is Black Adam, about 167 million. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog two, about 190 million. Number eight is Avatar: The Way of Water. It's already at 279 million domestically. <laughs> and he's been so out a week, and it's already weeks, on the yeah. list, which we knew that. Oh, here's one. Okay, what else? Thor: Love and Thunder, 343 million dollars. Yeah, the more I think about that film, the least I like it, and the only reason I like it is because of my boy, Christian Bale. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was just a little. Over it was the a top. little over the top. They tried to take Ragnarok yeah, and then turn Rakiti, it up a little just, bit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, go on. Uh, the Batman is number six, mm-hmm. three hundred sixty-nine million. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minions: The Rise of Gru. I never saw this. Yeah, I. And yeah. I kind of forgot it even came out. Well, the only reason it's on there is because it's the parent. You take your kids to it. Yeah. Well, here's another one. Jurassic World Domination. I haven't seen the last two of no, these. No, no. So, no, no, no. And then number three, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness is $411 million. Um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which is still in theaters, is $427 million. Okay. And, I mean, of course, this movie, Top Gun, Maverick. How much? $718 million Damn, Domestic. my boy Tom. Uh, domestic. So that's... Uh, Pretty, pretty so there's the top ten grossing yeah. movies, to, and I mean no, really no surprise there. Can you think um, on the top of your head what you're looking forward to in 23? I know what it is. Oh well, the Ahsoka show. No uh, movie. Oh, I, I. Oppen. Oh, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Well, I thought you were just trying to get me to say Dune too, and I'm like, I don't even know when it's coming out. Well, so. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer looks fantastic. Holy hell! Yeah, Damn. just a, a you know quick look ahead. I mean, we got Oppenheimer, I think Dune two yes. next year as well, and we've got Quantum Mania is coming uh, out. That's in February. In February, yes. That'll probably be our next show. Probably, honestly, um, really and else. my boy Tom Cruise is doing uh, Mission, oh, Mission Impossible. Impossible. We yeah. get to see him. You know, I'm sure you've been seeing his stunt with the motorcycle. Absolutely off that freak. cliff. And you know, the la- there's a neat little kind of documentary on it. And the last thing the director says, the only thing that scares me is what the hell stunt we're going to do for the next Mission Impossible. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Tom's ain't getting any younger, so. Yeah. So, well, great show, Mitch. Huh? Yeah. Great. You know, we made it. This is what our second full year yep in february yep. we'll start our third season yep in which will be probably uh please tune in to pale blue, pale eye blue with eyes my can't boy wait Christian. on netflix i tried to find it in theater i don't think it's coming that's to oklahoma. a suck part about living in oklahoma yeah. no empire light mm. no the whale and no uh pale blue eye in theaters yeah. it was released you know, yeah. so I'm going to wait till what, January 6th to see that on Netflix. Um, so, yeah, that's, yeah. So, yeah, so those will we'll, be probably our next three movies on the show. Yeah. And then uh, and then we'll do Ant-Man, Quantumania yeah. coming up next year. So, we won't yeah. see you guys for yeah. about two months, that's unfortunately. Okay. We'll keep but, we'll keep you posted on our Instagram page. Yeah. So, um, but thanks, y'all, for letting us be a part of your lives. Yeah. We appreciate it. And uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Go to the movies.